Danny Triple on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we got a plethora of news to get through. And then we're uh, cutting the playoffs down from 12 to 8, or no, 16 to 12. Sorry. Yeah, well, well t- yeah, news on top of news on top of news on top of news. After months of speculation, Kyle Bush has found the landing spot. He's yeah, where is he going? He's going to uh, Richard Childress Racing. No relation to Ray Childress, Rob Childress, or any other Childress. Yes. As related to Austin Dillon. Yeah. His and grandfather. Ty. And Ty. Yeah, the uh, winner of the 60 uh, Cup Series win, or yeah, winner of 60 Cup Series races, and the only active multi-champion uh he'll pilot the number eight car ending his 15 year ride with joe gibbs racing uh at the very end of the press release it states that tyler reddick remains under contract and will drive for richard childress racing in 2023 and they've said they're going to secure a third charter for tyler yeah they haven't really said how they're going to secure a third uh charter for tyler um they could lease one from someone like spire or they can outright buy one to me, buying one seems a lot more expensive than just letting Tyler out of his contract a year early, um, which might be pursued if Kurt Busch can't race next year. But they could also flip the charter, make some money maybe, you know, yeah. flipping houses, flipping charters. There you go. It worked for Starcom. They made money flipping a charter. So, uh, And then uh, Reddick's crew chief, Randall Burnett, will be Kyle Busch's new crew chief. Uh, and then some residual effect of this move in the truck series, Kyle Busch Motorsports will move from Toyota to Chevy. Uh, and then John Hunter Nemechek and Corey Heimer, Toyota sign drivers. So um, barring some contract trickery, they won't be at KBM next year. Yeah. And I mean, Corey Heim looked like he would be the up and comer guy at KBM next year. Um, maybe fill in a spot for Nemechek if he decided to try to move back up. So uh yeah, there's two really good truck people uh, that'll be looking for a Toyota ride. And that's how Grant Hemfinger got pushed out at uh, Thorsport. Yeah. They needed a spot for Christian Eckes. Uh, Matt Crafton, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you might get pushed out. Um, just watch your back. So the big news, obviously, uh, Kyle Busch going from toyota to or joe gibbs racing to richard childress racing uh and that was kind of like the last big domino i feel like we've had uh for the silly season yeah i mean a lot will like kurt's decision will affect some more stuff yeah i think most people think if kurt does leave ty gibbs would just stay in that car yeah um so yeah still got some more silliness to go through but uh big domino falling there uh nascar released the national series schedules uh for next season uh not too much to announce in the cup series we already knew about the clash being back at the coliseum uh the chicago road race and then all-star race at north wilkesboro six road courses uh five normal ones plus the chicago road race uh road america though it's not coming back yeah the a fan and driver favorite uh for the 4th of July, got kicked in the balls. It won't be back for uh, Independence Day weekend or ever in 2023, maybe in the future. But, but I that's honestly, just for the cup. 
yeah yeah i honestly don't see it coming back as long as it's in chicago just because yeah you're already right there uh xfinity has eight road races eight road races question mark exclamation uh what do do we like that i feel like aj elmendinger is just gonna win the championship (laughs) colleague would colleague had a thingy and they were like yeah 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 yeah." it was that vince mcmahon meme where yeah (laughs) so they got they got back-to-back weekends at portland and sonoma so they finally figured out if you're gonna ship these people all the way out to the west coast at least keep them there a second week to make the money make sense um then they do three road races in a four-week span they do road at road america and then they're on the Ova, michigan but then they're indie road course and then watkins Glen, and then mid ohio which got great xfinity crowds uh, they also get kicked in the balls no uh mid ohio xfinity race uh and then uh the craftsman truck series returns to milwaukee mile speedway for the first time since 2009 and they get to race at north wilkesboro for the first time since 96 two road courses for the trucks that's coda and mid ohio um they'll also do the uh bristle dirt but no knoxville dirt out in iowa so yeah so. other than that not not much stood out when i perused like they always make a big deal oh, this is the first race of the playoff and this is the last race of the regular season i am all that stayed the same right well it might have i'm mentally slow i don't pay attention to that till like three weeks before and yeah like next year, uh, August 2023, I'll be like, whoa, what's the last race before the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't affect me at all. I don't, like, yeah. My day to day is not affected. <laughs> as long as there's a race on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. uh, some other days, most speculation was wrong as uh, Junior Motorsports has selected Brandon Jones to take over the number nine car. He's a five time winner who's made the playoffs in six of the last seven uh, seasons and will end his five year ride. Uh, and then uh with the Wait, with joe racing. gibbs racing yep. yeah and then he returns to chevy um he started his career with richard childress racing yeah. um so it opens up another possibility for sammy smith who i thought was going to get the junior motorsports even though he did kind of have that toyota tie-in i think that made it difficult um uh, for him to get a full-time ride 54 may also open up uh if ty gibbs jumps into the 18 car in the cup series yep and then uh, this next news, there was so much happening since this uh, news broke. I almost forgot to include it. Great news for Booze Pops. Great news for Jeremy Clements. Great news for Jeremy Clements Racing. They won their peel of the level two, uh, the L2 level penalty that uh, NASCAR levied against them following their big win at Daytona. The National Motorsports Appeal Panel, like I'm picturing like, uh, five judges uh, in like black uh, robes uh, sitting there and they're like hey you're out of order <laughs> I am saying they reached that decision on Tuesday um, so good news for Clements bad bad news for Ryan Sieg bad bad news for Sheldon Creed sort of bad news for Landon Castle so yep and we'll preview that uh, in the Xfinity. But yeah. right now, Jeremy Clements in the playoffs. And as you mentioned, very bad for Ryan Sieg and Sheldon Creed. Uh, NASCAR and Auto Club Speedway announced 2023 would be the final race on uh, uh, Auto Club Speedway's classic two-mile oval. It will be converted to a short track. Uh, and they've been kind of talking about doing this for quite a little bit. <laughs> I honestly thought this was the last year, the two-mile. I <laughs> Like, I'd have to go back and look at rundowns. I feel like this was talked about. 
and now it's coming to fruition but is it though i feel like maybe next year they put out the same release we'll see because um, they'll have to knock down the two miles to start building right in. i think yeah. february 26th the race so yeah we'll know fairly early if we got rope and dope on that one uh, and then NASCAR and Rev Racing announced a new class of pit crew members who will begin training in the 2022-23 NASCAR Drive for Diversity Pit Crew Development Program class. Uh, the five-member class includes a pair of former Iowa State football players, Joshua and Jaquan Bailey, and a pair of former University of Miami football players, Dante Johnson and Nat Apoka. Uh, Jaquan Bailey was an AP All-American third team member. Yeah. And they're two totally different. The Bailey guys, I like looked them up, both defensive linemen, big guys. I'm assuming they're tire guys. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, Jack. Uh, yeah. And then Dante Johnson and uh, Nate Opoku were offensive minded. Well, one was a defensive back. The other was a wide receiver. So more of the uh, quicker uh, yeah. Pat Gray type. I uh, said his name was Nat because you didn't put the E on the rundown. That's how I got it off of Jay. Oh, I'm gonna throw Nate. someone else under the bus. I also think they had his last name spelled wrong. Oh. Too. So, so we apologize. Yeah. Uh, Ford to debut a new uh, NASCAR Mustang in 2024. The seventh generation Ford Mustang was unveiled Wednesday night uh, during the Detroit Auto Show. Yeah, I like to me this like Ford being able to revamp their next gen car before the next two. I wonder if this allows them some sort of advantage, like if they've noticed anything with the oh, regular yeah. one, if that provides them an advantage or not being able to redo theirs. Yeah. But who knows? I don't know the science. Maybe one day we'll get a fabricator or somebody on the show. <laughs> uh, so let's get into uh, the cup preview. We got the Bass Pro Shops night race. No numbers, no nothing. I love it. Just the Bass Pro Shops night race. It's at Bristol Motor Speedway. It'll be Saturday night at 7.30 with coverage uh, starting at 6.30 p.m. on USA Network, 266.5 miles, 500 laps, stages of 125, 125, and 250. Um, six active drivers uh, in the race have won at Bristol on the uh, the pavement, not the dirt, uh, including five playoff drivers. Those include Kyle Busch, who has won eight times. Uh, Brad Keselowski and Kevin Harvick have won three times. Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano have won twice. And then Kyle Larson once. Of note, no non-playoff driver has won the third playoff race. Uh, Bristol, Charlotte Road Course, or Dover. Going back a little bit. There we go. Why don't you break down the playoff picture? Okay, here's what we got. We got Christopher Bell. He's the only guy locked in to the next round. Uh, meaning there's 11 open spots who would have thought 11 open spots <laughs> um but we got a lot of guys that are safe william byron uh denny hamlin and joey logano are all 40 points or more over the cutoff ryan blaney and alex bowman are 36 and 30 respectively so they're you want to say they're safe uh these guys, I even think, are solid. Chase Elliott, 23. Kyle Larson, 27. Ross Chastain, 26. And then it gets crazy after that. You got Ryan, uh, Daniel Suarez. Uh, he's a plus 6 and 10th. And then Tyler Reddick and Austin Sindrick, a razor-thin margin. They are two points clear. They're basically starting on the on the line. Well, let's get some effing points. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle Busch is in 13th. 
minus two, Austin Dillon, minus three, Chase Briscoe, minus nine, and then Kevin Harvick. We talked about it uh, last episode. Really tough spot. He's picked up five points in the last two races. That puts him 35 points on the bad side. Not great. Yeah, not ideal, Bob. Uh, Featured matchups made their return last week, and they're back again this week. Uh, The first one we got, Bubba Wallace versus Christopher Bell. I'm going to go Christopher Bell because I think he's a little bit better at the short tracks than Bubba. Yeah. um, They both really good. This is why they're matched up, of course. They've both been pretty good recently. I like Christopher Bell in this one also. I just, I mean, I feel like an idiot if Bubba wins because the only reason I'm doing it right now is he really doesn't seem as good on short tracks yet, but he's getting better at everything. So yep. eventually he'll, he'll get a short track win, I, I guess. Uh, next one, Kevin Harvick versus Kyle Busch. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick because I think he's going to have a big weekend this weekend. And I think Kyle could just coast on into Richard Childress racing. Peace on out, uh, Joe Gibbs. Just kind of settle in. We never talked about it. I don't know if it's true or not. It just seems like uh, Joe Gibbs has more resources than RCR. I'm wondering how much bitching we're going to hear on the uh, radio uh, when uh, Kyle Bush doesn't have the setup he likes <laughs> in RCR. But until then, uh, yeah, this one, I'm going to lean into uh, – yeah, we're going to go Kevin uh, Harvick on this one. All right. Next one, we got Chase Briscoe versus Austin Dillon. Uh, Briscoe's only raced here once in Cup, finished 13th. That was on the uh, pavement, not dirt. Uh, so I really hope he could pull it out. Uh, Dillon's average finish around 16.3. Uh, but we know Luke Hillen will be cheering uh, Briscoe one big time, and I want Luke to be happy, so I'm going to go Briscoe. Yeah, this one I'm going more off of Austin Dillon's results. Last 10 races, he only got two top 10s. That, I mean, you you should have more than that. Um, So I'm going to go Chase Briscoe. Although Chase really hasn't been. Sorry, Luke, if you're listening. Come on, man. Get your guy running. Let's get him in the next round. Uh, and then the last one, Ross Chastain versus Tyler Reddick. Uh, I'm going Tyler Reddick because he has the top five finish here, while Ross Chastain's average finish is 23rd. Huh. Yeah. I don't like those numbers for Ross Chastain. <laughs> um, but this seems like the kind of track too, like somebody might get revenge on him. <laughs> this seems like a track. <laughs> if you want to get revenge yep. on Ross Chastain, do it here. So I'm going Tyler Reddick for that reason. All right. Uh long shot. I feel like Eric Jones is the obvious choice. He's got two top five here in the last five races. But really, other than him, there's not really uh any good long shots of guys out of the playoffs? You'll say Brad Keselowski, but he's. Mad. I mean, can you really pick a guy who won a race two races ago as a long shot? I feel he like still that guy, is a long I, shot. I feel like that's not a long shot. I feel like that's a. I know. So I, I never really picked him. I just feel like he's the obvious choice. But like, I don't feel like there's any good ones aside. I mean, even Keselowski's not a good long shot pick. I mean, his last ten races, he does have a win, but then he only has three top tens. <laughs> um god i gotta pick someone though don't i i'll go daniel suarez all right we'll see the orchid uh tootsie's orchid car out there in the winter circle so good for him big who win got, for him who you got winning uh 
I'm going to go wide well, painting myself in the corner. Like looking at the numbers, Kyle Bush looks good, but I already said Kevin Harvick was going to win <laughs> uh, or finish higher than him. But I can't pick Kevin Harvick because you did. So Whoa, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Kyle Larson. Okay. He, uh, he's got his last eight races. He missed two because something happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say what. Um, but he has in the eight run races he did run of the last ten. He's got one win, three top fives, and uh, six top tens. And then, uh, like as you mentioned, it's spoiled and ruined. Uh, I did. I wasn't thinking. I, I like I Kevin Harvick to win. He's got a win, two top fives in the last five races. But Stuart Haas really needs a good weekend with both Briscoe and him on the cutoff line. And Harvick's pretty much you got to win to get in. He really needs a lot of help. Um, if he doesn't, I like him to win. Maybe he's a little fiery, two bad weeks. I, I like Harvick. There we go. And that'd be good for you because you picked him to win the playoffs, and that would be bad and make you look like an idiot if you picked the playoff winner and he got eliminated and finished last. Well, no, I'm saying that he's going to get in the playoffs on points. Uh, no, I'm Extra. saying when we did our playoff preview. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> I, if you would have told me he was going to get five points in the next two races, I would have never <laughs> I didn't know he was going to go from freaking uh, 2022 Kyle Larson to uh 2022 jeb burton and not finish any race the rest of the season uh xfinity yeah Food city 300 that sounds like that might be a grocery store um uh, bristol motor speedway uh friday 7 30 eastern coverage is going to start at seven on usa radio on mrn series xm nascar radio 159.9 miles 300 laps stages of 85 85 150 40 130 130 one yeah 130. uh yeah because 85 and 85 equals uh, 170 so 130 yeah. 41 cars entered three sad saps will go home <laughs> this is a 79th xfinity race at this track past winners in the field include uh, include aj almendinger uh 2021 noah gregson 2020 and justin allgaier all the way back in 2010 which that was his first ever xfinity win so he's the Got Bruce Springsteen singing Glory Days, uh, probably in his holler on the way to Bristol. Uh, Then uh, Noah Gregson looks to be the uh, first driver since Austin Center in 2021 to win three consecutive races. Uh, Ten drivers are locked into the 12-driver playoff field. That's A.J. Allmendinger, Ty Gibbs, Justin Allgaier, Noah Gregson, Josh Berry, Austin Hill, Brandon Jones, Sam Mayer, Riley Herbst, and Jeremy Clements. So that leaves College Racing's Daniel Hamrick and Landon Castle in the last two spots, fending off Ryan Sieg and Sheldon Creed. Hamrick is 37 points on the good side. Castle is 19 points on the good side. Sieg, 19 points on the bad side. Creed, 32 points on the bad side. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned it anywhere up there. This is the last race before the uh, playoff yeah. starts. So. so this is it, man. Uh, Sieg or Creed either needs to get really lucky or need a win to get in like creed had so much momentum going and then like a week ago well yeah a week ago he thought he was 13 points out which isn't bad because he was cutting points off the lead and then uh, uh those guys in the black uh robes uh, you know you're not order yeah <laughs> they they just clements is back in uh who's your winner i'm gonna go ty gibbs okay 
Okay, no real so... reason behind it. I just got a feeling. Wow. I figured you'd be a Gregson guy. I thought about it. I've been, I, you know how big I am on junior motorsports this year. Yeah. I think you know, I don't think every time we talk about it. I know. It's because I'm a uh, Dale Jr. guy at heart. Yeah. I'm going uh, Justin Allgaier. <laughs> I mean, he's got that win back in 2010, but he's been consistently top five guy here. Uh, he's got six, five uh, top fives in his last 10 races at Bristol. Been running good lately. So I'm going Allgaier. There we go. Uh, trucks, we got a race tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. Coverage starting at 7.30 on Fox Sports 1. It's the UNOH 200 presented by Ohio Logistics. I thought that might be Wiener Pills, but that's <laughs> it's not. It's not Wiener Pills. It's the University of Northwestern Ohio, which I'm from Ohio, Northeastern Ohio, so they're apparently my rivals. Yeah. Um, it's a private university in Lima, Ohio. Enrollment 4,500. Uh, oh, shocked yeah. I never heard about it. Um, <laughs> actually, I have heard about it. My bad. Yeah, it's uh, I've heard about it. There's a baseball player for the uh, Detroit Tigers that plays for him. I remember hearing. All right. So the race will be 106.6 miles, uh, be 200 laps, stages of 55, 55, and 90. 37 entered one will miss the race. Round of eight playoff start. Uh, Friendly reminder, Carson Hosebar and Matt Crafton missed the cut. Three of the last five years, a non-playoff driver has won the first rate of the round of eight with a potpourri of names, including Noah Gregson, Johnny Sauter, Spencer Boyd, Brett Moffitt, and Christian Eckes. Uh, Chandler Smith won the race at Bristol last year. He's looking to become the third driver to win consecutive truck series races at the track. Uh, Ron Hornaday Jr. won in 97 and 98. Kyle Busch won three straight from 2008 to 2010. Uh, Chandler Smith has one win and three top fives in his three races at Bristol, and he's the only former uh, former winner entered in the race. Yeah, uh, of the eight playoff drivers, Chandler Smith, 104.8, Grant Enfinger, 100.8, have the best driver ratings at Bristol. Ty Majeski has never raced here. Uh, and then asterisks on these notes that uh, were given, NASCAR uh, appears to separate uh bristol dirt and bristol when it comes to notes and records rightfully so because majeski definitely ran here in april and ben rhodes won that race so disregard those different surface um playoff standings uh zane smith's plus 24 chandler smith plus 15 john hunter nemechek plus 11 ben rhodes a precarious plus four on the bad side, Stuart Friesen, who doesn't run very well here. His average finish is like 16-something. He's minus four. Not looking good for him. Ty Majeski, who's never run here. Who knows if he's good or bad? He's minus nine. Grant Enfinger, who runs well here, minus 10. Christian Eckes, minus 10. All right. So who you like? Um, like I set it up so you could pick Chandler Smith and then you didn't pick Chandler Smith. <laughs> so I had Grant Enfinger uh, pick to win the race. I said he won the first race of the round of 10 and he's going to repeat that in round of eight uh, to get himself into the final four uh, championship race. But I changed my mind. I'm going Chandler Smith. Um, we gave the numbers. He won once and he has three top fives and three races. Okay. Uh I'm like Zane Smith. He's only run here twice. Average finish of 12th, had the top 10. 
Uh, so I need to do the math on what that means where we finish, but um, I like St. Smith to get it. Leave okay. the playoffs already, and I think he's going to continue. Now we got uh, paint schemes. We got good paint schemes, and then we got a couple of things I noted. I'm going to go off on some rants here probably. So, <laughs> um, Kevin Harvick, who you picked to win, is in the, another awesome-looking uh, number four bush light. If I was a Kevin Harvick fan and I won – not even the big lottery, just maybe like the hundred thousand dollar scratch off. Maybe I would probably get one of his die cast every week. I mean, every week they got a good one. Yeah. I didn't do either one. So I haven't number nine in the Hooters. Uh, looks pretty sharp. It's the one older looking one with the orange and yeah, the big eyeballs on the, so, uh, Oh, are we giving out the news? This well, is Evan's yeah, last yeah. chance. He's moving the, where is it lafayette lafayette louisiana lafayette louisiana named after former denver nuggets point guard uh lafayette lever um <laughs> they, his nickname was fat lever look him up he's awesome he was one of my favorite players as a youth but uh so this is his last chance to win free bogo it's not really you can't say free bogo it's either bogo or free yeah um, wings at Aggieland hooters so I, I'm going to send the DM to Chase, and we'll get that taken care of. Um, number 38, Long John Silvers. Yep. Uh, Todd Gillen, this is a shout-out to my grandfather, uh, Papa. We, uh, he loved Long John Silvers. It was his favorite place to take us to lunch. Um, so It's kind of liberal. funny when you look at this car, though. Like, you don't think of Long John Silver. Like, there's no, like fish or anything on yeah there. where's like, the big fish sticks or the little crunchies the, yeah the, like but what was uh, the, what was like we only have like one long john silvers i think oh my gosh it looks so good <laughs> <laughs> i don't even go there for nostalgia like i think of going there for nostalgia and i pull up and i just envision like cockroaches running yeah it <laughs> looks like, so terrible yeah it is the worst looking fast food place in all of the brazos valley um Eric Jones looking good, pretty sharp. Uh, he's got the uh, military green, uh, U.S. Air Force Chevy. Uh, then uh, Ricky Stenhouse, Thomas's English muffins, got a muffin on the side, and it's got a smear of cream cheese. Yep. Uh, looks pretty like you just want to take a bite out of it. And then we always like the uh, number 99 Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, uh, Daniel Suarez. Now yep. my first soapbox. All right, let's start. Do you talk. hate this paint scheme as much as I hate this paint scheme? Uh, I don't like it, but I don't think don't have the rant. rage against it. Yeah, I don't have the rant. Okay, Ryan Blaney, like if you're if anyone at Penske is listening, the yellow number does not match the yellow on the car. Like the yellow on the car is like your basic yellow, like your football team, baseball team yellow. And then the number is like a like a highlighter, like a highlighter marker. yeah and it just looks awful as bad as it looks it looks better than the year like yeah last year i guess it had to be last year that's the only year we did the podcast and we talked about they had a third yellow on the rims of the wheel uh, so it's not that bad and it harkens me back it's almost time to get down your it's september 15th it's almost time to get down your christmas lights if you're putting up Christmas lights, the old school white 
like like regular bulbs the ones that like biden says kills the planet or whatever yeah that white does not match led bluish white and you should never use both of those on the same house when you're decorating at christmas time yeah it looks like shit <laughs> uh, just and you're a guy that appreciates christmas lights i appreciate christmas lights that's my biggest pet peeve that's not the same white so don't use them it's don't do it you might be lazy and you're like ah, i don't want to go to the store go to the store it makes you look like a, <laughs> a hobo your house looks like a hobo house uh in xfinity uh you have one not much I, not much going on in xfinity like i luckily i found this one no and it's uh, not even, you, i'm surprised you didn't put this one david star is in a badass and then number zero eight good boy vodka i thought there could have been more good boy reference though I but like there's there, a dog inside the o of boy like a silhouette of a dog yeah but i and thought there the could side, have been a... you got two seltzers and yeah, then see, got like liquid flowing. It's got watermelons on the side. It's a good yellow. No, if it was hardcore vodka, like I'm just hey, I'm Russian drinking vodka. Like a this seemed like a fruity vodka. Yeah, it's like a vodka. And, then, and the, every the, pour helps it pop. But there's like they need a big dog. I saw that, but the the, the one I picked, Dawson Cram, and a number forty seven, Michael Waltrip Brewing. I will say, the graphic design work, not the. Graphic. <laughs> in the world but it, it, it'll do have you found a picture of it no hold on i'm trying to find oh i've seen the other like you know i gonna... know that but i'm trying to figure out how they help dogs because then you're gonna well they let the dogs like drink the the i want to know why every good boy vodka racing this is good tv right here yeah yeah well, you, it, it, you got another rant to go on so you go on that one well you can find up. the michael waltrip one on the it, like it is not the best paint scheme but it's michael waltrip so we like him uh okay before we get to the only truck i picked out of note the worst sponsorship you could purchase in nascar is matt crafton's hood sponsor <laughs> do, you, do you ever know what's on the hood of his car no no this week it's black label bacon i think you can do some great things with black label bacon it's bacon like you can have some pigs running around they slap it on the hood you never see the side views whenever they're like doing marketing shit you never see the top of the truck you always just see the menard yellow sided and it's the same freaking paint scheme every race they just change the hood and then even in the race half the time you can't tell like who's on the hood so if you're putting sponsorship money out there don't go to matt crafton and thorsport go to go to uh loose log nuts send us a dm on the twitter and we'll take yeah. the money and we'll get you more views uh than than thorsport and matt crafton will get you um and then the only truck i picked out was ty majeski and the number six road ranger yeah. so it was not very good uh pickings uh like the opposite like, of darlington week you didn't like the who was 17 the taylor gray and the dead on tools were just all black and then there's a skull on the side and the, they didn't appear to put much effort into that one <laughs> it seemed like it could have been so much better especially like, when you're in the playoffs you're like oh play shit i gotta they're like oh shit we gotta we gotta put something on this car 
but I'm trying so to that's all down. I got. No, so that's it. Preview. Uh, we'll be back next week. Recap all three races. It's kind of weird having trucks. Yeah, back to back. back, they, to went, back like they went six months without racing, and then they had two races in six days. Yeah. So that will do it. We appreciate you guys for listening. For Thomas, I am Evan. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. By Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. has given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly